working. Okay, great. We've got MeBot in. All right, let's give everyone a few more minutes to get here. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me put them back some music while we wait. Right, let's get started. I'll just kind of uh, update people if need be. All right, everyone. So we are in full swing. We've had our first uh, council meeting. Uh, let me see if any of the councils want to come up. Let's just, you know, Bella or any of the councils, if you want to raise your hands, um, you know, feel free. Um, as well as, you know, Cyril, if you want to come up, you know, any of you want to raise your hands, you're welcome to do so. So we've had our first governor's meeting. We will start paying out the stipends from the beginning of the, the new month um, as we kind of just passed all of that. So, you know, our council is starting to uh, take on different portfolios. So how we're working it is I'm going to be handling the big caps and the partnerships. Um, Escobar is going to be handling the incubator. Um, and then we're going to have the other three governors working on the mid caps and the small caps now for the small caps we're going to you know i'm going to be making a post about this because we're going to start to have a regular mentors meeting although we'll make it public it will be like a separate ama but specifically you know anyone can come who's a holder but we'll make it specifically for um you know focused on on the research squad the mentor squad and stuff like that and what we need to streamline is basically we have a funnel already starting we need to make it better but we've got a funnel starting of all the whitelist opportunities those then go to the collaboration team and if the collaboration team sees something exceptional then they will pass it on to the council and say hey you know we're getting whitelist spots for this but this looks like a really good opportunity 
for us to invest in. Uh, a good example of that was Bubble Worlds. When I saw Bubble Worlds, I'm like, hold on a second, this might be a play for the DAO. And so when they gave us an allocation of whitelist spots, I also got them to give an allocation to the DAO specifically. So um, that is going to all be more streamlined. But in short, all of those who have offered to be researchers, who want to step up to be mentors, who want to help with all of those different things, we're going to send out a message about that soon. And we're going to start to get organized on that. Uh, and I think, you know, when it comes to research, we're going to break it down into a few things. Uh, I know a lot of people are requesting, for example, that I start to give my opinions on a lot of these whitelists that we're getting, aka maybe do, you know, a, a daily update on uh, what I think people should be minting because we're giving out so many whitelist spots. Uh, people do want a little bit of alpha from me. Plus, there are some other people over here who give quality alpha. So now that I've got a bit more time, I will certainly be putting kind of an hour of my day looking into the projects that are minting soon and stuff like that and getting back to you on all of that. So we will have the alpha side of the research. Plus, we have alpha, we're, we're making more partnerships with other groups to bring in alpha. We have the thought piece side of things. So, you know, uh, writing articles on the philosophy uh, of, of founders, how we look at different teams, how we're looking at uh, different projects, uh, overall metrics. Uh, and that is something that um, a no, um, uh, clever name has started to put together a form for us that when we're analyzing projects, how we're supposed to look at them and score them. Um, and then we will also have um, people being able to help specific counselors with their research assignments. So we are going to, you know, the more the merrier. I know, you know, it's like, you know, yes, obviously the cream will rise to the top, right? You know, we will note, you know, we may start to kind of create create the research into sections where it's like, you know, the, our very best top callers are maybe our amateurs or our explorers. So we want you to experiment. We want everyone to make mistakes. Don't feel shy if you want to start putting out a piece, uh, especially if you're welcome to critical feedback, right? If you're able to say, look, what do you think of my pieces that are going out? You know, you know, what do you think about that? And that'll be great. And also, you know, our sister DAO Crown Capital would love more researchers helping with the medium articles and the play to earn games because, you know, there is no clear cut spot, right? A lot of the things that are being launched on NFT spaces uh, are, are, our games, right? Our metaverse platforms and stuff. And so if we can share some of that research and help our friends with the ETH Lizard side and bring in their research, if we have this robust discussion going, I think that'll be fantastic. I think we just need to um, better, better um, uh, place it, right? We better kind of quantify it so that everyone can clearly see the sections. Even if we have lots of sections in the server, but I think people want to be able to, okay, I'm looking there for the gaming part. I'm looking there for the DJing plays, you know. So we're going to try and organize uh, this vast amount of intel better. Otherwise, it's, you know, not organized anarchy. It's just anarchy. Um, cool. So that's on the research side and on the mental side. And as I say, th that kind of notice will be coming soon, offering a few times, and we'll be recording all those things as well. Um, regarding, um, okay, so let's now go through the order of things. Um, Okay, so we put, I, you know, I slammed you kind of <laughs> with a whole bunch of, of things. Sorry, not sorry. So Bubble World, I've just mentioned. Uh, for those, you know, who, who are wondering why we've kind of specifically put that there, we have time to vote on Bubble World, right? We, uh, you know, the, the mint is not set yet. Uh, and I just felt that, you know, these are guys putting together a very sophisticated marketplace. Uh, the, the entire total investment over there is maybe, you know, 1.5 ETH. Uh, so it's not a major kind of, you know, 
decision for us to have to make. But I think it's 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 a utility that's very useful to us potentially uh, because if they set up their marketplace right, number one, we'll get you know consistent flow of of guaranteed whitelist spots. Number two, we'll get trading discounts, and then number three, they have a very unique royalty system whereby royalties will only be paid on the profit. And as a free market person. I feel that, you know, one of the big hindrances to volume is that a lot of people are like, I don't know if I want to buy into that project because that project's kind of dried up in volume. And if I spend one ETH, I'm going to have to earn 1.1 ETH before I even break even. And so I think that is very, very important that someone come out with an alternative royalty model. So again, Bubble World's model is if you buy for 20 ETH and you sell for 30 ETH, you only pay the royalties and both to the, both to the, the marketplace and to the project on the difference, right? On the 10 ETH. And I think that that's brilliant because that way we can still keep our high royalties 7.5%, but show people that we are confident that in the long term they're going to do well. So we don't want to take any cuts from them unless they've done well too. I think that really aligns with our vision and our goals. Um, so for all of those just joining again, we're going to have notices soon regarding the research squads that we're going to be building out. The council is just starting to get used to its own uh, different different uh, portfolios and roles. We'll also have to set up um, a ticketing system uh, for different councillors so that you know you can know who to go to the right person to and stuff like that. This is quite a lot of administrative work, but we're getting there. Uh, then regarding the votes around Snapshot, the first one that seemed of interest was Bubble World as a potential purchase for the entire DAO so that we can use its utility ongoing. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, let me pause there for a minute. Escobar, do you, do you want to add anything on that? Uh, I mean, it sounds like we're moving, like we're moving like lightning speed. So yeah, I think I think for the, you know, if, if we have new people in the channel um, that's tuning in, I mean, if you're trying to figure out what, what who we are, what we are, we're, we're, we're builders in the space and we're trying to do things as quickly and, and efficiently as possible. Um, obviously, just hearing Dylan talk about all the stuff we have going on, we have, you know, you know, we're, we're going to make this, you know, this is a long term, long term project and and we're going to make it we're going to make it the best we can so um if you're looking to join uh you can hang out um as far as the incubator stuff going uh and how i see that we're basically going to be vetting out projects to to base to, to adopt in a sense and and help get to a place where they can uh you know get get to a place if they're you know to be as effective as we are in the space so um, there, with that said, uh, you know we're obviously looking for projects, but for the most part, like if you're trying to build in the space and 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 be and whether it's and it doesn't even have to be like your own NFT project, it could just be like you know you're being a professional in the space. Uh, you know your your ex you, what you bring from the outside, bring it in. Um, not you know now is the time to kind of you know maybe sort that out, figure out how how you can contribute uh not just to this project but to your 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 value um your personal value and in, in the space and, and what you can do to help other people uh grow as well so um just just wanted to you know you know give a plug out to that that uh, area of things um and and just let you guys know that we're we're moving yeah, and, and we will be building out a, a process. You know, one of the things of, you know, organized chaos over here is that 
we we spent the early part of our you know building of this community of just getting all the right and the smartest people here that shared this vision and now kind of in, you know to to in, to get that all into play you know for example people constantly say you know where can we see a portfolio 100% guys i mean that's you know we we're building out those trackers but organizing that api professionally redoing the website so that we don't just have a board ap yacht club website you know whereby it's the same website a year later that's not our that's not our way of doing things you know and we already have so many services that we're going to start to provide uh, that you know it is going to take a little bit of time because we have to do it professionally escobar's putting together a plan on how we can kind of have people fill out a form and be vetted and so you will get that opportunity if you have good ideas i will just say this though you know you saw how we behaved with um with with gothies i think we gave them a fair, fair shake but you saw Gula, you know, Gula said what Gula said. You know, it's like, I don't think you've added anything. And, and that's okay, right? But I, what I want to tell you all is if you are going to be brave and, and start to try and build something in this space, you need to understand we're going to be pretty candid with you, okay? It's a very tough market. Uh, we, we want you all to succeed. Uh, and, and to quote Brett Malinowski over here, you know, you do not have to succeed in this place by making a project. Okay, if you, you know, if you can be a, a, you know, a researcher here, if you can start become community managers and things, that's fantastic. I would just, you know, not something on the votes yet, but I just want to mention this as well. Um, we have kind of recruited Pulpable. I think a lot of you have met Pulpable. Pulpable and I believe in building out the gold standard of community managers, right? You know, quality control, what do we expect from quality community managers and stuff like that? And there's two goals in, in, in line over there. Number one, I don't want us to turn into an echo chamber where we don't look outside and look what the best ways of doing things, you know, games we can add, movie nights, maybe documentary nights. There's lots of things we, we can explore adding. Uh, and so Pulpable is going to help uh, create the program inside Fatheads called the Order of the Golden Claw. And what that means is anyone who's a mentor can do this course for free. They'll then take a quiz and then have an interview with him. And you'll get yourself the golden claw standard, which means you are proficient in understanding of how discords have to be set up. You know, one of the tests will be actually setting up a discord, uh, understanding how to deal with community tickets, understanding security and all of that stuff. Why that's important is FatCats is operating on a very tight budget because we want to be able to be self-sufficient for a long time. You know, I, I, the, the money I'm being paid, the money the councils are being paid, the money Cyril's being paid, it does not cover what, what they should be paying. Yes, we're getting you excellent whiter spots and things like that, but I, I really do want Fat Cats to be that kind of um, almost fraternity that sets you up for your future gigs as well, right? And so any of you who want to also then be landed a gig as a community manager or a moderator in another server, you know, when we negotiate those packages with these incubator projects or other projects that we work with, you, you know, we want to be able to create a job directory and let you guys go and get those posts. If we need, you know, more collaboration managers for new projects and stuff like that, these could be paying posts, or at the very least, they could be getting you extra whiter spots and things like that. So we're always going to be looking to give you guys as much individuality, I'm sorry, um, value on a personal level. If you are active here and putting in the time, you know, I feel that a community is something that's built every single day. Because if you look at some of the OG communities, so many of the founders or people who were there uh, go on to start other projects and then don't have time to talk there as much anymore, right? Many of us come from Magic Mushroom Clubhouse. 
And, you know, you have to constantly be making the Fat Cats Discord a place where so many new people want to come or that people are like, wow, you have to be part of this. You know, so many people here have brought their moms, their family members and stuff like that. That's extremely important. But also what's extremely important is, you know, we're setting up uh, the, the godfather status over here, right? I want our alumni, I want well-trained fat cats and, and fat cat holders to be the community managers everywhere, to be the project founders everywhere, to be the AMA hosts, to be the podcast hosts, etc. Because then we have a network that we trust, that we know have the values that we encourage over here. And, um, you know, and we can become quality gatekeepers and also earn our fair share of income and so on. So that's on the personal level. On the project level, you know, the incubator is all about, you know, getting people like Escobar and some of you salaries, of course, you know, because why not? They need teams. We can charge it in. But also really, truly two things. Number one, earning income for this DAO. And number two, what's better than to get into a project where we know the team and we have a say in what's going on over there, right? That's, a, you know, what's for sure going to go to the top of our list when we're ticking off the boxes of if this is a long-term play for us. And so, you know, Incubator is really this triple win for us. Number one, it gives, you know, you guys all opportunities to get gigs. Number two, it gets us a lot of whitelist opportunities. Number three, we get to earn income, um, you know, from, from being an advisor on that project and maybe sharing that income with a few other projects. And then number four, uh, we, we then, you know, can quickly upgrade that, low, that small cap investment into our long-term portfolio because we actually um, have helped, you know, steer that team in the right direction and make sure that, you know, whatever they're going to do is going to be quality. So that's how we are looking at the incubator. And that is how we're looking at the research and stuff. So that is all coming. We are running as fast as we can, but truly we have so much going on. It's wonderful. Uh, just to run through some of the other proposals. Um, you know, I think the, the mutant ape was a no brainer. Uh, I think we've, we've now passed the 50 ETH mark uh, on our royalties. And so I felt that, you know, a lot of the utility or drops that come in Bored Apes ecosystem, often you get perks if you have a mutant as well. Plus, by having a mutant, we have the situation that if the market starts to pump in Yugo Labs and things, and we kind of don't want to, you know, you know, it's always risky, right, when you do an arbitrage where you flip an a, a ape at, you know, 160 ETH, and then maybe have the situation where uh, it doesn't come back down again before they drop another set of land or another set of coins or another, you know, amazing things. And so by having two of one ecosystem, it does allow us a little bit more wiggle room if we want to do an arbitrage. And also what I particularly like about mutants is, you know, when in the same time period that a board ape may go from like 80 ETH to, you know, to 140 ETH, the mutant is likely to go from 16 ETH to 38 ETH, right? So there is, you know, in terms of pure percentage gains, um, you know, the, the mutant is more likely to, to climb more in that sense. Uh, so that's, that's the view on the mutant. Um, I see people are typing to me in Cafe Voice. I'm struggling with my Discord today. It's slightly rugging me. So Escobar, if you see any questions over there that you want to bring up, uh, do let me know. Uh, just to go to the next one on the list, um, again, you know, collectibles. So, you know, if we can earn an income for the DAO and increase our brand awareness uh, and give you guys, you know, something tangible that you love, you know, it's a win-win. You know, if, 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 if you don't specifically want a chess set or a collectible, no problem, don't buy it. But I mean, you should be thrilled that we're able to just pay for the basic cost of the prototypes 
and then able to monetize it by the members who do, right? You know, and it strengthens the bond. I mean, you know, taking something digital to physical really does strengthen the bond of, you know, I'm part of this family. This is where I want to build. Plus, I loved the Doodles and Carafuru approach, whereby, yes, you create exclusive merch, but you always make a part of the merch that is... Um, available to everyone, even if they don't own a fat cat. And there's multiple reasons for that. Number one, people be like, well, I don't know if I'm willing to invest, you know, thousands of bucks into holding a fat cat, but I love this merch. I would love it as a collectible. There are people like that, or they want to feel close to it. Another thing is gifts, right? If we want to start giving out corporate gifts, or if anyone here wants to start giving gifts to their nieces and nephews and things like that, I think that these are, you know, fantastic. Uh, and, and then in regards to the chess set, it's between Particularly cool because a chess set, people will be able to pair different collections. So you can get a chess set that has one board apes on one side and fat cats on the other side and so on. And so it's, you know, we, we're talking to Satoshi runners about this. We're talking to Recon Rams. We're talking to MMC. You know, everyone's exploring, bringing down, you know, inter-community connections now, building out our friendships across the space, sharing all the good things we have. And so I just felt it was a no-brainer. Uh, because the cost is so low, but the quality is so high. And I had a long chat with them and checked into who some of their clients were. Uh, they, their clients have been very, very happy. These guys do quality stuff. Uh, so there's that. And then also we have the fun opportunity to do seasons, right? Let's say we decide to make a Christmas fat cat or something, right? We can commission the artist to do another piece and then have for just a month, you can buy that collectible and stuff. So again, constantly being able to keep ourselves in the branding cycle and get our pictures out there and get our artwork out there and get our stuff out there. Um, okay. Uh, we are going to open up to questions on these. I just want to kind of go through them. Um, okay. The portfolio breakdown, I think, is pretty self-explanatory um, and I think aligned with what a lot of we've all been talking about for the last two months over here. But basically, um, you know, we are long-term focused. And so having anchors in some of the very established brands already uh, and that short list of, you know, Bored Apes, uh, Artifact, we're going to have a paper coming out on soon. Doodles, we're going to do a paper on. Moonbirds, we're going to do a paper on. Gojira and Cyberkongs. These are the short list of things right now that I feel fall into the large caps. You can propose other large caps if you think. Uh, that we're trying to get 50% in as our anchor. And remember, everyone, all of these, these blue chips have a history of giving us very valuable drops, right? You know, people keep saying, you know, are we going to hold it forever? Because, you know, how do we get some money out? You know, CloneX gave four drops last year, right? You know, Doodles has given a drop. And so, you know, those can be sold, right? We don't have to hold everything just because we're holding the OG. So I definitely think that, uh, you know, there are always going to be these, these, these quality blue chips are looking to give their members constant value. There's just been a proposal put forward, for example, in the board AP ecosystem that they should allow staking of apes, right? And then that could be a nice another passive income for us to be staking our ape and our mutants. So, um, you know, I think certainly looking for the long term uh, and having, you know, a lot of our portfolio and stable investments will solidify the value of our entire collection, keep our floor stable and show people where our values are at. But at the same time, of course, we've mentioned this before, if the market starts to pump crazily or we hear some incredible news like the Zuki situation, we will react quickly uh, and maybe take some arbitrage positions. The mid caps to us is everything in the middle. Uh, everything that's, that has not reached kind of critical brand awareness of the big caps, but is, has already minted falls under the mid caps. And this is why three of our counselors will be focusing on the mid caps because 
I'm sure many of you believe in lots of projects and will be shilling those projects. But ultimately, we will put out guidelines. The mid caps that we're looking for are twofold. We're looking for those that are building very important brands and those that have uh, high utility that can help the DAO, whether that be you know something like Enigma Economy that has is that is doing mining of coins, whether that be uh, things like Bubble World where we get major discounts uh, and access to their marketplace and stuff like that. And then the small caps, as we've mentioned as well before, these are the arbitrage positions, right? When we start to get stuff on our whitelist, on our whitelist marketplace, sometimes we all know when it's going to be a very important high project. And that could be an opportunity for us to easily take an ETH and turn it into 10, right? Uh, and if we do those once a month or twice a month, that can be a lot of money uh, that again fills up our coffers. Then the incubator we've assigned money to and the cash reserves we've signed money to. Um, and, you know, I think we've, we've mentioned that already. We will, of course, if we're sitting on cash reserves, be putting it into, you know, Bancor's liquidity pools so that we don't have any permanent loss, but we can still earn a, you know, at least a small APY uh, of something like 4 or 5%. Uh, and then building on that... Uh, you know, we, you know, for those who are fairly new to FatCats, you may have not known, but for the last two months, we've talked heavily about uh, loans, right? Being able to get equity out in multiple ways, right? We're trying to think out of the box because as our floor rises, uh, many of you are going to be like, wow, you know, I've got 10 ETH tied up in FatCats and I so fucking believe in this project, but man, I just wish I could kind of, you know, get some of my liquidity out and I don't even want to vote on distributions because then I'm going to have a taxable event. Thinking outside of the box, giving a very conservative ability to do loans. And, you know, we found a fantastic provider called Pine Loans. And we partner with other providers, by the way. You know, we're speaking to CyberKongs because they've got um, um, uh, Bridge Street or something, which is also going to be doing a lot of loans. And so, you know, we will always give you the options and you can use what you want. But I love the idea of us seeding a liquidity pool both for fat cats and also maybe some of the projects we buy into that may be not as well known. Uh, and that way we create a win-win again where we can earn an income for the DAO. We can give people the liquidity they need. Uh, and, you know, in the worst case scenario, if, the, if, if people, you know, default in their loans, firstly, we're the provider so we can kind of maybe work out a way for you to buy it back. But even if you, we can't buy it back, you know, look, we end up holding our own bags, right? What's the worst case scenario? We end up with a few more fat cats in our vault that we can then sell on the market when the market's recovering. And vice versa, you know, let's say we had a liquidity pool on doodles and, you know, people, you know, we ended up with more doodles. I mean, wow, you know, such a tearful moment. So I think the risk reward is very well balanced. Uh, and the APY on that is probably something like 15 to 20%. So it's also a very good place for us to park cash instead of just, you know, a standard liquidity pool. Um, and then um, running on to the last part. In fact, I think I will save uh, the last part after we open up to some questions, because I think that's an entire different can of worms. Uh, and I will bring up, uh, Caleb, I'll bring you up uh, if you want, uh, near the end as well. Is Caleb still here? Uh, it's okay. You know what, Caleb, we'll, we'll, we'll do a special presentation, I think, on, on Goblin Town aspects, uh, but we'll mention at the end. So let's, let's open to some questions. Uh, Escobar, do you see any questions? Anyone want to raise their hands? You can come and talk about anything to do with Fat Cats. Come and ask some questions or anything I've talked about today. I know <laughs> I promised we would be busy, guys. So surprise, you know, <laughs> we're doing lots of stuff. Oh, also, I want to drop another little bit of alpha. We have a number of, of other partnerships in the pipeline. One of them that is going to give you a lot of almost kind of credit card rewards 
uh, whereby if you hold their pass and a fat cat, you start to get tokens that can be used for airplane tickets, discounted restaurants, and a whole bunch of other things. So we do have a number of those um, fulfillment promises of, of what I call an access, you know, like a credit card that has a value program, right? We're going to try and make sure that Fat Cats has a very strong value program, i.e. We, we always leverage our network and who we are already to get you as many discounts as possible and freebies and gifts and so on. Escobar. Yeah, uh, Wade Watts uh, asked um, in Cafe Voice Text, uh, does investing in large cap NFTs reduce the benefit of a system asymmetric returns that NFTs naturally have from Mint or the early days on secondary? I understand the benefit of holding a high quality project such as BAYC or Doodles, but not sure if it is worth holding many blue chips as most of the asymmetric returns from this point have it. Yeah. Right, right. So the premise of this, the premise of Fat Cats is that we are still extremely early and that I know, you know, a hundred ETH floor seems like a high price to you, but with only under 5% of the, of the world actually using NFTs uh, and having been through a life cycle of watching the Walt Disney, you know, IP become valuable and a lot of other valuable IP form, you know, even Harry Potter. Um, that's not a big amount of money yet, right? There is still a huge potential amount of upside in pure capital gains, in my opinion, for some of these blue chips. Second to that, I do think that they, many of these blue chips have proven that they intend to continue to give valuable drops and valuable secondary utility. And so I think, you know, partnering with these, yes, of course, the 10x quick gain that can happen uh, from a small cap and stuff cannot happen over there. This is true. But at the same time, you also can't get wrecked, right? You know, when we saw these bear markets happen, you know, I, I, you know, Mutant A pumped to 25 ETH and pulled back to 18 ETH, whereas a lot of other projects are below their mint, sitting at 0.02, have basically gone to nothing. So balancing our portfolio is important, but this is definitely why we are also focusing on an incubator and on small cap uh, arbitrage plays and minting plays because we want to find that balance between you know a, a lot of our funds being in safe long-term investments that have extraordinary upside potential but also being able to you know make us a lot of income whether it be directly from trading or from our loan pool or from our merchandise or from the incubator and so on so we are looking for as many revenue streams as possible but try trying to mitigate as much risk as possible too i hope that answers your question um, Adam 49 asks, hey, I guess for the loan, you have to transfer the fat cat to an escrow wallet. This is correct. It will be a smart contract. So it will, you know, it's, it's just like uh, staking your funds in a liquidity pool. It, it will essentially be um, held by that smart contract. And so you will not be able to vote at that time. Uh, and uh, yeah. Okay, Zoltar is asking, mm -hmm. asking uh, may I ask how the loan amount will be determined as for the value of the asset being loaned? Yes, yeah, sure. So it's going to be, um, the initial idea is to do 30% of the floor price. That is kind of how, uh, I, we are talking to them about how they can maybe put in maybe a bit of rarity too. But I think to keep it safe and to keep it reasonable, 
um, the best way for us to handle it, you know, to kind of mitigate our overall risk. Because again, it doesn't help the dial to get rare ones, right? You know, we've mentioned this time and time again. The utility in fat cats is not on the collectible side. That is the cream because people appreciate it. They're using it as their profile pictures. You know, it's got intrinsic value in that sense. But from a utility point of view, and the same utility that applies to the to you know to our DAO itself, if we end up having to kind of take possession of these, is that um, the floor fat cats are the fat cats that matter, right? You know, every fat cat is a vote uh, and a share in the DAO. So uh, yeah, we are looking to put it at about thirty percent of the floor price, uh, and as the floor price grows, I think that will become quite attractive. Uh, before I forget, let's give out a few whitelist spots. Lady Sparkles, you get 50 catnip. APAP gets 50 catnip. Uh, Dr. T gets 50 catnip. And Imragen Im, Im gets 50 catnip. And we'll give it another two sets of catnip near the end. And just to remind people, if you want, you can jump on stage or uh, put your question yes, in your cafe yeah. voice text or, and or. Um, APAP is asking, are we considering buying CyberCongs? Yes, CyberCongs, right now, um, you know, because I'm doing the big caps, the, the research reports on the big caps. And again, you can propose others, but right now the shortlist I'm looking at is in this order. Doodles, Moonbirds, sorry, no, Artifact, Doodles, Moonbirds, CyberCongs, and Gajira. And I will put forward a formal proposal. I will then talk to the council about it. We'll clean it up. Uh, and then if, you know, we'll put it on a, a snapshot vote. Um, question about incubator program. Who is going to be paid by uh, being part of the program and helping projects that are getting incubated? If we bring these top and trained mods from our projects to their projects, they are getting paid as well, right? Or at least reward in any way. Um, by the project himself or Fat Cats if they cover money from mods. Exactly, exactly. In other words, um, you know, we have a unique situation over here whereby, you know, we really, I think if anything I managed to do was instill in all of you this kind of Reddit forum culture of this is ours, okay? You know, I didn't, we never gave any compensation to the DAO, to the initial team in terms of free mints. I never got any Freemans, right? We're all in this together. All the royalties are going to the down. So here, volunteering makes sense because we really all own collectively. Oh, my cat is having a nightmare. Okay. Uh, we all collectively own a piece of this pie. And so volunteering makes sense over here because we're literally part of raising our own floor. But that's not how most other projects are, right? Most of the projects, there's a lot going to the team. And so, you know, mentors and moderators and stuff should be getting pretty strong salaries over there uh, for the work put in, especially, you know, when you don't know a project's going to succeed, right? So when we do an incubator and we negotiate the compensation package, that compensation package will include, you know, monies to be paid to moderators. Uh, that compensation, if they need that from us, it will be include uh, a salary for uh, the, the 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 advisors who are the point people. So maybe Escobar and two others or something. And then it will include a cut of the mint that goes to the Dow Treasury once everything is done. So we will, you know, this is why I said it. You know, we want to be able to uh, give you the gold golden claw standard so that then you're hireable uh, and we can, you know 
see, you know, we could say, hey, this project needs five mentors. This is what they're kind of requiring. This is a time zone. This is the project specs. You know, please apply and, um, you know, and then we'll send you over to their team to kind of talk to and see who they want to employ. So absolutely, that is the yeah, idea. Yeah, a lot of projects I, I, I've advised, they, they have, generally have a good, like, core founding team, but they don't have staff. Um, they're always, you know, every week I get asked, hey, do you know anyone that um, could mod or, be, do you know, any good community managers, uh, collab managers? I mean, some of these projects need, like, five to ten collab managers. Um, mods, you know, same thing. Uh, and then the quality community managers, like that is, like I know commi- people that have been community managers, but you know, to, to basically look at one and say they they'd be a good fit for this project, that's a whole nother thing. Because you know, projects that are very alpha heavy, uh, um, a community manager from like you know a project, you know, different project that focus more on like play to earn games might not be you know a good fit. So uh, it's you know trying to you know you know, figure that out. But there's just, there's just gonna, like I said, there's for every project um, we, we partner up with, there's, there's a potential, there'd be a lot of opportunity for people to jump on board. Yeah. And, and people have noticed us, by the way. I mean, you know, there are founders sitting, I mean, we have lots of founders sitting over here. We are extraordinary pen pushers, my friends. You know, we are extraordinary pen pushers. I mean, the, the, the quality of the mentors over here uh, who have been here since the beginning and working with all of this. I mean, hats off to all of you. I mean, you know, I, you're know, you all very humble, but at the same time, let's be honest, right? We know what a lot of the backends look like on other projects, and they are not this, you know? The amount of kind of collaboration managers like, oh, yeah, was I supposed to get you a former? Well, you know, okay, let me see what I can do something. And it's like, but you asked for 200 whitelist spots. I mean, don't, I mean, don't, like, isn't that, yeah, well, you know, my mom and my dad and this and that, and yeah, we, you know, we, we have consistency and, and we have standards. And if we can become that gold standard, then, of course, that's great job opportunities for all of you, too. And, you know, I, I think that that's important. And again, if you're just a big whale over here and a passive investor, no need to do that. But I love the idea of, of all of these, you know, options being available to all of you because, uh, again, you know, you know, I mean, shout out to Cyril, for example, and shout out to Pearl. These people are so organized. Jai Boy, too. Jev. I mean, we have so many over here uh, that are so organized that it's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm handling fat cats. And you know what? I can take a side gig. I mean, that's another salary for me. And, you know, why not? It's kind of I'm speaking to these projects anyway. Let me also be their collab manager. Right. It's like when I did started working for John Carlo's collab manager, it was just obvious because I'm like, I'm speaking to these projects anyway, John Carlo, and your name's already known. So if I ask him for another 60 whitelist spots for your community. It's not, it's not more work for me. I'm in those chats anyway. So, uh, you know, being able to streamline what you're doing anyway and giving here for free and being able to earn a stipend from it, I just, you know, that just makes me happy. That just makes me happy. And as I said, it puts our, really our quality people all over the place uh, to be able to, you know, to, to give us a strong network uh, and, and set higher standards across the space. Um, Z posted this random comment. I don't know why he posted it, but, but he's kind of random. So um, he, he said, thoughts on projects that will probably see a pump closer to NFT NYC uh, and make flips. Oh, uh, some um, good DJ things. That's actually a good comment and a good question. Yeah, um, so. I, I, yeah, that's such a good idea. If someone wants to go and check who the speaker list is, that may be a good way to to uh, to work on that. Yeah, and, and coming back from Econ, like one of my yeah. one of my 
thoughts going on like the next one would be doing a lot more studying on those projects that are going there um they they do make announcements i know i know dapper dinos uh was there they had an event and i just randomly just jumped like just you know crashed it knew nothing about the project but they were handing out uh like free free mints for some you know baby nft that they're dropping and so they make announcements too and there's some of the excitement there so not only do 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 some of these projects make big announcements but they also uh have like events that you need to have like the nft or it's just good to have the nft um or be un- understand the project before you go some some of these satellite events because uh you know you'll have something to talk to versus me where i i show up at dapper dinos and, and people kept asking me like you know what what which dino do you have? I'm like, uh, I'm just here for the free beer. <laughs> but, um, you know, so it's just that that'd be that's an interesting thought. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are going to NFT NYC. So probably take a look at that list, um, especially if you're going or just trying to look for a good uh, DGen play. Uh, Kaiju is greater than Gajira, apparently, according to Wade, Bot- Wade Watts. Yeah, well, no, 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 but hold on a second, hold on a second. Just, just a reminder oh. to our Kaiju friends that Kaiju falls under the category of the mid-caps, right? We're, we're starting to look at the big caps first just because they tend to recover the fastest if the market pumps. No one's downplaying potentially going into Kaiju, but it's a mid-cap play as opposed to a big-cap play. And the reason why, I mean, again, I have to, I'm going to put this into a report, but the reason why uh, Gojira and Cyberkongs get the status of big caps, other than, of course, strong, consistent floors, is their teams. These are guys who have not stopped building. And, you know, when, you know, Hugo Labs left a lot on the table. Hugo Labs is like, we don't have to build out an Alpha Discord. Fine. So they didn't. So a lot of Alpha groups formed around Hugo Labs, right? Formed around Bordet. They're like, well, we don't really have to build out the community. Other people are like, fine, let's go and build out the community. Another thing they didn't do is Hugo Labs could have been the kingmaker, right? They could have been the gatekeeper for lots of projects trying to get in. They chose not to be, right? That, that is not their approach. But what that is left on the table is it's created two new de facto kingmakers, okay? The highest stamp of honor in the space uh, is probably uh, a partnership with Cyberkongs and possibly Gajira, right? These are, you know, they are very important influences, yes. You know, you want to be able to say that, you know, you got to you know, Elio and, and, and Champs and, you know, uh, NFT Llama and stuff like that. But we, you know, we do have two de facto OG kingmakers. And because of that, they're always in the news cycle and stuff. And so they, in, their brands themselves are very valuable. Kaiju, again, has a very strong alpha community and stuff like that. We are going to be looking at it. But I do think we must give respect where it's due. Gajira and Cyberkongs definitely, you know, are owed that. Again, Azuki's in a similar situation. They could be a kingmaker. They've chosen not to be. They choose to only come for the glory shot. And so, you know, I'm watching Karafuru from that point of view as well, because Karafuru has now become the de facto Asian kingmaker as well. And so if the Asian meta continues for a long time, uh, Karafuru you know, maybe looked at from that status alone because they're getting so much brand awareness because you'll see everyone's always posting now with Karafuru, right? Uh, so, yeah, you, you have to take into those that, that brand value into account. A second point I must give a shout out to Gajira and Cyberkongs on is, you know, you know a team is serious when they don't just have part, uh, collaboration managers, but they have like a three-person team of, uh, of partnership managers, okay? Uh, and... Um, they they take that very seriously. 
uh, Judah. Okay, great, cool. They take that very seriously. And so, you know, I know that Gujira is building out an entire Chinese division and stuff like that. And these are important. But yes, you'll get your opportunity to show your mid caps for sure. I can see a hooligan in the, in the, in the crowd. We're definitely going to be looking at hooligans. Uh, as for ETH lizards, look, let's be honest, friends. And I'm going to say this to all of you about all those mid-tier projects that you want to show. If you cannot get your founding team over there to at least dox to our council. We're more than fine with them saying anonymous to the greater public, but they must dox to our council because we have to be able to chase them down to the edges of the earth if something goes wrong. We cannot put them into our program, right? Because we cannot, as we legitimize and we want to start bringing in institutional money and stuff like that, that is a, a blind spot that is just unacceptable for a long-term play. When you are doing short-term plays, and you don't really care, you're just degening. It doesn't matter that much who the founders are. I think it matters a lot because there are going to be rough periods in this market. And what tends to happen with Undox founders is they've got less incentives to stick around. Again, I'm not pointing at ETH lizards. Their track record has been excellent to date, but it's an unacceptable risk to us. I have, I can tell you, put it out inquiries uh, with, you know, with Kieran and others to see if they are willing to dox to someone else that we trust by de facto. I'm okay with that. You know, I, I would, if, if John Carlo, for example, were to dox a team for me uh, and they just kept dox to him, uh, that would also be accepted by us. Because again, I'm fine with the pseudonymous mystery. In fact, the mystery often works in, in, in the, in the storyline's favor, but we must know who's holding the purse strings to the money. Right, Escobar? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Judah, um, how are you? We got somebody. I am doing pretty well. Thank you awesome. very much for having me up. Well, we always love uh, having our, you here, Judah, and our friends from Kirobo. I mean, shout out to Kirobo. We just love people building proper things. We love it. We love it. And we love fat cats now, for sure. For sure. Um, but this is just for me, personally, because I, I am awesome. so awesome. excited for everything that is uh, going on here. After listening to the first AMA with Gothies, I've got a question about that one. And then listening to this AMA, I am beyond impressed with everything. I, I didn't even know I'd be this excited today about a possible recruiting, Fat Cat's recruiting website or some sort of mechanism for me to find other positions in Web3 through Fat Cat's. That's super exciting. Um, but right now, I just have, I'm kind of a basic bitch, and I just really want to know if there's still whitelist opportunities for Gothies, because I... That one like snuck up on me and holy cow, that's a, that project looks incredible. The pedigree is incredible. I am just over the moon by how you found this, Dylan. And Escobar, thank you so much for everything the whole time. I just want to say thank you. Oh, but that's really cool. Yeah. Send, send me a DM afterwards, Judah. I'm sure, I'm sure we can wrangle out. Um, um... Uh, I'm sure we can wrangle out another few spots for them. I'm, I think we can do something. Maybe we'll put them, maybe we'll put them uh, on a raffle and give you one because you brought this up. But let's see if we can maybe get a few more Gothies wider spots for a raffle. I will see what we can Fingers do. Cross, what man, I'm so excited. Thank you. Awesome. What awesome. a deal. What a deal. Okay. Um, cool. All right. Are there any more questions? you see anything else, Escobar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, would we... Uh, would the mutant ape that we buy be bought at floor price? Plasma. Yeah, yeah. We always try to. We always. I, I'm aiming for a floor one in general, but I put out a um, a an an ape wide offer. So I will offer on the whole collection. You know, fourteen e, fifteen e, sixteen e, uh, and see who who takes the bite. So yeah, we will try. We'll always try and get a discount of a few more ETH. Every ETH counts, right? Every ETH counts, yes. 
Um, did we ever figure out what happened to Gajira? Someone was asking. Did they they get t- from taken off of open open sea? Was that a? Yeah, they still seem to be off open sea. It seems to be linked to their tokenomics, unfortunately, and I I don't mm. I don't know. Uh, I, I think they're in a bit of trouble over there. I think also, I think, I think, um, you know, OpenSea is, is, is committing a bit of seppuku as well. I mean, they are, they are very clearly committing a certain kind of suicide. Uh, they, I think they're aware of it. Uh, I think they, they are, you know, you know, you know, back, you know, when, back when SOS was created, right? If you all remember that SOS coin, SOS coin was created in response to the fact that people were furious that OpenSea was going to institutions, right? Like OpenSea was courting money from Wall Street and stuff like that. And now that kind of, you know, they never did a stock listing, but 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 OpenSea has taken a lot of seed money and, and fund, funding rounds from institutional investors. And now they've, now they've got to sleep in that bed because OpenSea is both a business that's meant to be serving us and yet has to do all of this high-level reporting and, and, and make their shareholders happy. So OpenSea has kind of shot themselves in the foot. And what I think you're going to see from OpenSea is OpenSea is going to become more and more, um, you know, like a, the Coinbase uh, of, I mean, Coinbase is a bad example because they're just doing anyone right now, but the Coinbase of the marketplaces uh, and then you're going to see a lot of other marketplaces like Y2 and Luxrare and stuff picking up a lot of the uh, the slack that they've dropped. And I think that's a good thing, everyone. I think that's really a good thing. I think the more marketplaces, the better, because let the free market, let these guys battle it out, let the best ones rise to the top and let the shit ones sink, right? Uh, they're all pretty much free for us to list on, so it's not our problem. Sweet. Uh, Pixel, uh, um ask a question on the loans I, I really love the loan approach it's like a grant cardone approach to the nft world the taxable thing only for u.s citizens if not are we going to have some people who can help those from different countries we talking about like yeah. tax consultants yeah yeah yeah, so so we will try and get as many of those resources as possible for you. But the good news is that the, the the structure we're building with, and I am already starting to speak to some lawyers for setting up our BVI trusts, the structures we're going with is basically a see-through, a see-through setup. Whenever you get a payout or you sell your fat cats, that's when you have a taxable event and you just need to speak to your local accountants, okay? In other words, we don't, you know, we're not an institution that needs to do the filing. You have to do it on a personal level. And that applies, by the way, to Americans, to, to Filipinos, to Singaporeans. You know, it, it applies across, the, the ba- the, across, across all of you. So, uh, yeah, you know, you need to get yourself a competent accountant and you need to keep um, a list of your transactions. There is a tool that we've already put under useful links. Uh, useful resources. If you scroll down to useful resources, um, you will be able to see one. There is an app over there that helps you um, track all of your wallets and all your spending and stuff. And then you should just be able to give that to your accountant and they should be able to work out, you know, according to the local taxes and stuff, what you owe. So, you know, it's not that difficult, by the way. It's just a lot of money and it's and it's upsetting and daunting. But Please, please, please don't do anything criminal. You know, pay your taxes or do what you do because that burden basically goes to you on a personal level. Uh, we will also be at a lot of the tools we're now talking to. I mean, you know, you all heard that fantastic thing from um, Rarity, uh, sorry, NFT scoring. Um, we're speaking to another bunch of tools as well. And so, you know, we certainly 
uh, will be helping you with all of that. Uh, and a lot of these tools will be providing, you know, the ability to download all of your transactions and stuff too. What I meant by the, what I meant by the income distribution part is, as long as we don't distribute funds, you have not yet had a taxable event. And so it's another incentive to um, keep compounding our funds, right? Like Escobar is in blockchain miners. They've never distributed either. They vote on it all the time, but they haven't actually done a distribution. And so too over here, you know, I assume, especially in the beginning, we will vote to keep compounding funds, especially when people take into account that, you know, funds that they do get out will be heavily taxed as well. And because we now have this loan aspect where you can kind of take a loan on your house, right? That's what we're doing. You're getting a mortgage on your house. You can go and use those funds at very favorable terms because, you know, 20% per year is what, a couple of percent a month, right? That's all we're asking uh, on the interest. So it's very affordable. Uh, and you can then go and do those plays uh, without having to sell your fat cats. And, you know, taking a loan is a non-taxable event, right? So, uh, you know, these are just us kind of really thinking around the whole space and trying to give you as many options as possible, um, you know, with the least kind of taxation and problems as possible. Okay. So I don't know if we have answers to some of these. Uh, do you, do we have alpha on Boki? Uh, we do not. We do not. We uh, do not. Right. I mean, it, it was a clever play, uh, but I'm, 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 I have not been following it closely enough to give more insight on that. Uh, Fear City Mint will be sharing links soon. You're going to still need to see about minting. I don't know if he's talking to us or okay. talking. Okay, cool. Never mind. Um, do, 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 all these conversations. Um, vivid. Um, I don't know. Okay. Let's bring up, um, let's, let's, uh, let's get Caleb up here. Caleb, if you want to come up. Or, you, you know what, Caleb, we can, you know, I think actually, I think as we flesh it out more, maybe we'll do a special, a special chat on that. But in short, you know, Caleb, uh, Caleb has been doing some beautiful art. Uh, for a derivative. And you know what I've been saying for months now, right? A derivative is one of the best ways to stay in the news cycle and help the core brand. And so, you know, Caleb came up with this uh, goblin cat that is just phenomenal. Uh, and so we thought, you know, it would be a lot of fun and also, you know, a great thing to do a free mint uh, and earn some income for the DAO. What we haven't quite worked out yet is, you know, I think we're in a unique position to give people utility, right? You know, we can almost turn this goblin uh free drop into uh, an access token to the discord right like we are an alpha group you know we have a, a ton of alpha over here even our whitelist marketplace we give verified users you know 100 catnip so every so often they can buy themselves um you know buy themselves a, a whitelist spot and, and maybe maybe we'll vote to give a little bit more catnip to you know to the active goblins as well you know i don't see why not but i think you know from from a for to to buy into a free mint to then get an access token that gives people access to all of our alpha and research and community i think that's a hell of a lot of utility for a free mint so uh you know this may just turn out to be um that first opportunity but but i do think uh, you know, Caleb and I will be talking about this and we'll be working this out. You know, it's, it's, we, you know, we'll be enriching the DAO proper, but maybe we can work out, you know, s some kind of situation where we do then put back some of that money into building out 
whatever extra utility for for those goblins uh, we have to consider it we have to look into it it depends how well it takes off you know there's a strong possibility that this goblin meta will end in a few weeks anyway so uh you know it's worth exploring right you know i you know i'm old enough to remember when alien friends meant and everyone was so excited about it and then there were 10 alien friends derivatives and there's no more derivatives now and all those derivatives have gone to nowhere right so i think a free mint that then gives people a lifetime kind of access to our discord and you know some kind of upgradable pass all the time i think is certainly a lot of utility uh and uh and creates a win-win for people that get to mint uh and for this community because we get more unique holders more eyes on us more branding and stuff like that what do you think escobar I think that's great. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I think Caleb, with, with three minutes, messaging is important, though. Yeah. Sorry? Is, there, okay, is Caleb available? Yeah, Caleb's there. Caleb's there. Okay. But, but Caleb and I, you know, we, we, you know I, I think we will, you know, we're working out kind of, you know, how, many, how much royalties go to Caleb, how many royalties, um, you know. We're trying to kind of work that up because, you know, the structure we have it now is Caleb is the artist. He's putting in a lot of energy. He'll be getting 50% of the royalties. We'll be setting them at 2.5% and 50% will be going to the DAO. But I, you know, Caleb, like us, thinks very long term, right? Caleb, I mean, putting words in your mouth. But if we do see enough interest ongoing in this project, uh, you know, you're a f- basically a 50%, you know, reward holder and we're a 50% reward holder. We can then put a vote forward to say, okay, you know what, let's make a goblin chess set, right? Or let's to make goblin merch you know um you know and 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 we as kind of the two shareholders in a way right you as you know as the one royalty shareholder is getting the income and 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 fat cat style is the other we can say you know let's both put in you know for eth and 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 do this thing for for our holders and stuff so um i i think that that's kind of how i'm looking at where where are your thoughts on that caleb yeah i'm of the same mind i think dropping this now just gets it out there and then there's tons of opportunities in the future to be able to build on this i mean i've already thought towards some of the other stuff i'm building it's completely outside of fat cats i'd love to be able to tie this collection into that as like some sort of special utility or special access so yeah i think this sets up a good potential down the road yeah, because, you know, there's nothing like, quite like doing, you know, doing, you know, the, the, this is fa- a fairly unique situation because there, I, I think very few founders think like I do, uh, that, that a, deriv- a degen derivative moment like this is both hysterical but an opportunity, right? There, there's only one other derivative that I know that was like officially sanctioned and actually went on to do good things, which was the Doodles, the Doodles derivative called Noodles, right? And they paid 56 ETH, I believe, to the Doodles Treasury at the time. And I think that, you know, us legitimately putting our name over, you know, some people have asked, what's the risk? The risk is that we make sure it's not a fucking soft drug, right? We're very clear on what the utility is and isn't. We remind people it's a free mint. But that said, if we start to get quality holders, if the floor starts to rise on, on, on the Goblin Cats and we can give these members extra utility because we can leverage the Fat Cat community and in turn leverage their brand and leverage them as brand ambassadors. I mean, you know, again, if we can get our people everywhere, if we can get our name associated with everything, if we can get ourselves into legendary collections everywhere, that's us winning. And that's very valuable. And that deserves rewarding these people, right? Because if these people help us build a brand, they go out and they show Goblin Cats and stuff. That is something that we want to compensate them for. And we can compensate them with, as I say, access to our server, but as many other forms of utility as possible, right? When we get discounts, we can extend those discounts to our goblin friends as well. So uh, that is how we're thinking about this.
You want to add anything, Caleb? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's totally where my head is too. I like the idea, especially of setting up something that may in the short term not really seem like much. And then to have that reveal like six to nine months down the road, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, remember this silly little free mint thing that was a meta? Oh, it turns out this actually hooks into this other thing that we're doing. And if you were that early, you got in on it. Cause that's, that's one of the big FOMO things about the space. Like the, oh, you were early. Everybody loves that. And so to also then start setting that precedent of we're going to drop things and do stuff sometimes, and you never know how this is going to hook into stuff in the future. Yes. And, and it will be a free mint, everyone. Uh, it will not be tied to how many fat cats you have. Rather, we will be whitelisting all the wallets of the fat cat holders. Uh, we, you will get a few hours to mint first. Uh, one or two, we, we're working totals of supply. We don't yet have details. Again, everyone, this is being built very, very quickly because you kind of have to play these meta cycles as fast as possible. Uh, but we will make sure that fat cat holders get to do a free mint. Uh, and then we will open up to the public because we want that kind of FOMO to go there and, and, and see where it takes it. So that's the idea with this. Uh, and, and, you know, some of these votes I don't need to put on Snapshot, but I like putting them there because I want, I, you know, I want to start discussions. I want to see if there's really strong pushback or if there's ideas that people have or, or concerns people have. I think by putting it as a vote, it starts a town hall discussion about it. And that is extremely valuable because other people are like, wait, wait, what, what just happened? How did this happen? Like, when did this happen? So uh, we're trying to keep you all in the loop. And I know we have a fact time going on over here. Uh, it's a good thing. Thank me later. Awesome. Okay. Um, let's also give Lurky Lau 50 catnip. Let's give Fizzy 50 catnip. Uh, and uh, I think that's everyone. Is that everyone, Escobar? Have, have we had all the questions asked? I, I believe so. I haven't looked at Cafe Voice Text. Okay. Oh, I got tagged on something. Let's see if there's another question or two, and then we'll kind of draw this to an end. Uh, but as again, a summary point from the start, please, we will be having a big notice about researchers, mentors. Um, we will be starting to set up, uh, we've got a channel for, you know, you can start to form meetups. We will have a channel about, you know, telling us about your CVs and we can maybe make a directory of all of that. We're getting very organized, but it does take a bit of time. Uh, again, I know a lot of people also ask, where can we see the holdings? If you go to the official links, you can see the DAO multisig. We've been given a lot of presents recently from Recon Rams to Enigma Economy to Salty Pirates. We are going to get that all up on a chart. It just does take a bit of time uh, because we have to do it right. And the website is going to be redone, of course, as well. We're moving away from this model of the roadmap. Uh, because we've pretty much fulfilled all of our roadmap except the juniors. And so we will have a section that says our services. We'll have a page that says our partners. We will really go into all of those services from the whitelist marketplace to the portfolio uh, to discounts and so on. Uh, and then we'll say, you know, upcoming drops and we'll put the fat cats. So, you know, hats off goes to Cyril, who's been doing incredible work over there for us. Uh, but we are moving as fast as we can without, you know, overdoing it. Uh, and yeah, and also, by the way, I'm, I've been shilling for months and months and months of Grid Plus. Grid Plus is now back on the shelf. Uh, if you can afford a Grid Plus and we're looking for a security layer, please, please, please go and get yourself a Grid Plus. I mean, I cannot recommend it highly enough. Uh, Dr. T-Bag says the, the D-Gen drop wouldn't be part of the vault for Fat Cats, correct? Um, so Fat Cats would be getting part of the income. In other words, we're, the in, we're essentially the, the team. In other words, Fat Cats is the team and Caleb is the team, 
right? And so the compensation is going half to the artist, half to us. We won't be putting, uh, we won't be putting any of the, allocating any of the, actually, maybe we should allocate a few of the goblins to the treasury. Yeah, we can allocate a few of the goblins to the treasury. Why not? Right, Caleb, if you can make a note on that, please. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, how, many, how many are you thinking? Like five of them or 10 of them or? 500. We haven't worked out supply yet. So once we know yeah. the supply, then we can kind of, because we, you know, we want to, we want to have enough, like we have 1200 unique holders, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, that's 1200 wallets, assuming that, you know, 900 of them meant kind of, you know, a thousand of them meant, you know, uh, that's kind of what we wanted so that we could still get, you know, to a public sale. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's work that out, but maybe we'll drop, you know, somewhere between 10 to 100 to the Dow Treasury, I would think, okay. um, you know, because again, then, we, then we're becoming an anchor over there, right? We're, we're becoming an anchor tenant in our own project. So I think that's important. Sounds good. Did we make, did we make a decision on whether we're going to do like collab partners or? Um, what? Yeah, what I think we'll take your advice on that. But I, I, I've got a feeling that the, the, maybe the best way to handle the collab partners is to uh, tell them when the mint starts early. Or what do you think, Esco? I mean, we could give a few. We could give a few so white. A I mean, it's going to be a free or for open public. It's a free mint, yeah. I mean, it's a public though. Yeah, once well, it's public, it's it just free public, for all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, because because otherwise, I mean, we have to talk to the contract people as well, Caleb, and see how complicated mm-hmm. it is for them to do a Merkle tree. But there's again a lot of admin involved if we start to do a big whitelist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know, we're just trying to move as fast as possible. We, we're not trying to insult anyone. But what we can do is we can kind of give, we can, we can send them out an announcement first at the public sales live kind of thing. I say know, the, like, the, the advantage of this may up. just be if you are an existing partner that has a close uh, relationship with Fat Cats, here's an example of the sort of things you get. You get to know about things early. I don't know, think about it a bit more, Escobar, and, and tell us what your th- thoughts are. But I, as I say, I do think the administrative nightmare of trying to collect all those wallets right now and then get it on a Merkle tree and then still do a mint by Wednesday or Thursday, because this is very quickly happening, uh, that's, when, that's when mistakes happen. You know, it's those whitelists, it's those yeah. Merkle tree stuff that, that is where the mistakes happen. And so I, yeah. I, I really think the best reward we can give them is say, hey, we've just... We're just doing this DJ and play. It happened overnight. No one's trying to insult you. We'll give you, before we make the public Twitter announcement, we will give you guys a, te- a 15 minutes heads up or a 20 minute heads up. Sweet. You know. So I think that's a good plan. I'll, uh, okay. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um, great. I think let's call it a close over there. You know, I'll be hanging around in the cafe later. Escobar's around. Bella's around. You know, come and hang with us. Uh, but a lot is still up in there. We don't have all the answers. We're building very fast, uh, but we, we, we have to also kind of not make mistakes. So that's what's going on. Fantastic. Okay, well, thank you, everyone. This is being recorded. So I will, let me stop the recording now before I end this, because I know that that causes trouble. And we will get this recording uh, on Spotify and Apple and in our channels. So let's do, if this works, start recording.